Oh, man, we had some good times. I used to come here faithfully to this church for years and years. Appreciate them being back tonight. I had Brother uh, Barry is not feeling well tonight. Several people are not feeling well, so we need to remember them. So tonight we'll do without some music. I don't like to, but at the same time I can't sing, so we'll just leave that alone tonight. Amen. But uh, if you would, please, tonight I want to just go over some, something. We're in Psalms 116. Psalms 116. I like to read the Psalms to you. I love the Psalms. But there's something that I want to talk to you about tonight. Psalms 116. I'd like to begin to read in verse 1. I love the Lord because He has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death have compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul. For the Lord hath dealt bountifully with me, with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted, I said in my haste, All men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thy handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the just the precious word of God and I thank you for God's people. For everyone is here tonight, and I ask you for a blessing upon each one of us. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing you've been throughout the day today. We ask you to continue tonight. Now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was reading these verses, and I was thinking about uh, looking at the news today and down in Louisiana and all oh, the several places that people have been killed. And, and uh, I was thinking about the a uh, young man who was talking to me not long ago, and he was in Afghanistan, and uh, he was there for several stints, and uh, he said, I had to call in a bombing of a building over there. It was packed with a bunch of people, and they bombed him and killed everybody in the building. And he said, uh, what bothers me to this day was I keep wondering how many of those that was in that building they were saved. They were children of God. And he said, it continually bothers me. 
And I want to show you something if I can tonight. I, I love to think about when a Christian dies. And the Bible says here in verse 15, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Now there's, there's more than death that's taught here in that verse. I want you to watch this. From this world's viewpoint, it's always a sad thing when anyone dies. Simply because death to those who are left behind means bereavement and separation. And even sometimes we say it's a tragedy because of circumstances in a certain death. But God says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Notice what this verse does not say. It does not say, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of anyone. Simply because that's not true. The death of some people is a terrible thing because when an unbeliever dies, he dies without hope, according to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 12. And he goes to a Christless eternity, a place of hellfire, and there's nothing precious about that. Amen? Now, if you notice verse 15 closely, you'll see there's a qualifying word in this verse. Note the word saints. It's only a precious thing in the Lord's sight when a saint of God dies. And he dies in Christ Jesus. Again, this verse does not say, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of some of His saints. Now let me give you something. I want you to think about this. Anybody that takes the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and applies the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to your sin, uh, you might not think so, but they're saints. The Bible makes it plain all three through the Scriptures. If you're truly born again, you're a saint of God. Amen? Now, when someone we know is a sweet Christian and he dies, we're likely to say he'll have a wonderful welcome when he meets the Lord. But the truth is every Christian will have a wonderful uh, meeting with the Lord. Not just because you're good down here, but every child of God. Simply because we're not saved because of our service to the Lord, nor by any efforts of our own. We're saved by the grace of God, and that alone, in Christ Jesus. Sometimes we've failed, we've been such a failure to the Lord. And uh, But uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself, a gift of God. Amen? So it has nothing to do with you're a good Christian, or you fail to be a good Christian all your life. It has to do with it. Is the Lord your Savior? Notice again, it does not say precious in the sight of the Lord. It is a suffering of His saints. Although we need to remember, there is a ministry of suffering. When the Lord permits testings and trials to come into our life, that's a precious thing. First Peter 1 and verse 7 says, That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than that of gold that perishes, Though it be tried with fire, might be found in the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. I guess I've seen people being in the ministry suffer more than most people do. And I, I've said this many a time. Here I am, 85 years old. I've not had any trouble in my body. I'm in good health. And 
I look at other people that goes around and they're suffering in their body and there's trouble on every hand and it just seems like they suffer all the time. And I look at that and I say, I don't understand that. But yet God says precious is the suffering of His saints. Amen? But it's not the suffering of the saints that's precious when it comes to dying. Some people think that healing is the most important thing. But the most important thing is to seek to be in the center of God's will and understand God's will, whether it be for healing or glorifying the Lord in suffering. Now, I pray for everybody that I meet, and I have this happen all the time. In fact, uh, somebody called me just yesterday and said, Preacher, will you pray for me? And I want to pray for them right then over the phone. You don't have to go to their house. You don't have to be with them. You can pray for them anywhere. And I believe this. I want them to be healed. That's my desire. But it might not be God's desire. And the Bible lets, lets us know very clearly uh, precious in the sight of God is a suffering because you're suffering for a purpose. God's got a purpose in it. I don't know what it is, but God does. Amen? Now, it does not say precious in the sight of the Lord is the love of His saints. Although there are very few things more precious uh, to the Lord than our love. I believe one of the greatest desires of the Lord is to have His saints love Him. Uh, when the Lord asked Peter, Lovest thou me? And I believe the Lord asked us all that time. For we can truthfully say, Thou knowest, Lord, that I love Thee. In John 21 and verse 16. I pray this prayer many times during the week. Lord, I love You the best I know how, but teach me to love You more. Amen. I want to love the Lord more every day. And I believe the Lord, the love of God's people to the Lord is precious to Him. Notice again, it does not say in this verse, precious in the sight of the Lord are the achievements, are the victories, are the successes of His saints. Although our Heavenly Father's heart is always gladdened by the achievement of the Lord's service. Verse 15 is not talking about these things, but it is talking about death. Now, it does not say, precious in the sight of the Lord, are the prayers of His saints. But you know what I learned the other day? I was reading about prayer. I love to study prayers in the Bible. And God remembers our prayers. God hears our prayers. God even bottles up our tears because they're precious to Him. But in this verse, verse 15, Psalm 116, precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of His saints. The prayers of God's people are precious to the Lord. The Bible says our prayers rise before God as a sweet-smelling savor. But that's not what verse 15 is talking about. Now I want you to notice, let me give you just a few reasons that it is precious in the Lord's sight in the death of God's saints. Number one, it's precious in the Lord's sight when a Christian died because the death of a Christian means uh, the homecoming of his child. When I buy something, I want it now. I'm one of these guys that, hey, if I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to take it home. And you know what I mean? I just, I don't want to get it in the mail or wait a month or two to get it. I want it now. And... Uh, if you read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, you'll find that Jesus has purchased every one of His saints with His own precious blood. 
Think about this just a minute. I belong to Him. Amen? If you're a child of God, you belong to Him. Why? Because He purchased you. This devil can't help me. I belong to the Lord because He purchased me. That's why all His saints are precious to Him. He's waiting to see them face to face. When a believer dies, this desire of Jesus is fulfilled and this request He made to His Heavenly Father is granted. For the child of God, death is the porter who opens the door of the Father's house. Because know what John 14 verses 2 and 3 says. Turn over with me because I love John 14. It's one of the my favorite verses when it comes to this matter of dying. In John 14, verse 2 and 3, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, that you may be also. Amen? Now, I want you to notice something. When a Christian dies in, at once... He's absent from the body and to be present with the Lord, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 8. Now, that's a precious thing in the eyes of the Lord. Just think about it. God's waiting for you and I to come home. We belong to Him. We're His children. I don't like for my kids to move off. And my great-grandson, or my grandson, and one of them moved off to California, and now he's moved back. But when he moved to California, I didn't want him to go out there. It'd be that far from me. I couldn't get out there to see him and see my grandbabies and think I want him to be close at home. Amen? And I believe that's true in God's own eyes. His children are precious to Him. It's precious in the Lord when a Christian dies because death for the Christian means the beginning of life everlasting. Philippians 1 verse 21 says, For me to live is Christ, but to die is is gain. Now, I don't, I don't want to die. I want to live just as long as I can. I like what Ronnie Booth Sr. told me. He said, I hope you live to be 125 years old and I'm the last voice you hear. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I said, Ronnie, you ain't going to outlive me. Forget it. But uh, to me, you think about it. For me to live is Christ. If as long as I live, I want to live a Christ life. Amen? I want people to see Christ in me. But to die is gain for me. Think about that. Life is restricted because of sin down here. But think about this. When death appears to a child of God, he's set free. We're not restricted then. C.H. Spurgeon tells of a child who once focused, uh, found some beautiful eggs in a bird's nest. A week later, he went back again and returned to his mother crying. Mother, I had some beautiful eggs in this nest, and now they're destroyed. There's nothing left but a few pieces of broken shell. But his mother said the eggs weren't destroyed. They were little birds inside those eggs, and they're flown away and are singing in the branches of the trees. I like that. Amen. Spurgeon also said, and so it is with we look at the, our departed loved ones. We're apt to say, Is this all that thou hast left us? Ruthless, spoiler. But faith whispers, No, the shell is broken, but among the birds of paradise, singing, amid unwithering flowers, 
you fall you shall find the spirit of your beloved ones there's true manhood it's not here but as ascended to his father God it's not a loss to die it's a gain a lasting perpetual unlimited gain I had a contract here a while back with a company and I was concerned about a, a word that was in that contract and I asked Lynn uh, Barry's wife to help me with it she works in a lawyer's office and I said why don't you read this contract I don't know if it's what I ought to sign or not and uh, she looked at it and she said no you don't sign that leave it like it is you got a better deal than what you got and she said you know what that word was perpetual you know what it mean on and on and on there's no end to it and I didn't want the situation that was in that contract to go on and she said don't you sign it you keep the one you got and I like that when I think about that death is a perpetual unlimited gain listen when that great old Christian Richard Baxter lay dying ranked with pain and disease a friend asked him Dear Mr. Baxter, how are you? Almost well, he replied. And he was. Let me read you a verse. Revelation 14, verse 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. That's why it's a precious thing in the sight of the Lord when the saint of God dies. It's precious to the Lord when a Christian dies because the death of a Christian means a deep satisfaction for the Lord Himself. The time is coming when our Savior shall see of the travail of the soul and be satisfied. Isaiah 53 verse 11. The gathering into His presence to be with Him through all eternity of millions of sinners saved by His grace, His precious blood. What a day that's going to be. I was talking to Cheryl while I go about this. She said, you've been here longer than dirt. I asked her how long I've been uh, pastoring this church. She was here when she was a little girl. And it's what it had been, almost 50 years, I think. And, and I've been pastoring this church and serving the Lord. And I was thinking of all the people that's come through this church and gotten saved. And, and well, many of them has gone on to be with the Lord. But yet, many of them I've seen saved by the grace of God over the years. And I think about this. What a time it's going to be when I see all those loved ones, all my friends, that's gone on before us and they're waiting for us there. I read this little article which the writer told of the last visit he paid to one of God's servants who had spent his life in missionary service. The article finished with these words, We left him with a final clasp of his hand and a cheery word, I'll see you in the morning. So he passed over. This worthy servant of God and all his trumpets sounded for him on the other side. I've often said this at, at preaching funeral services that dying is like taking a trip on a ship. Here you are on this side and all your loved ones down seeing you often said, I'll see you later. 
And as you cross the horizon going to where your destiny is, your friends over there are saying, Hey, how you doing? Isn't that the truth? I'm going to leave this world someday and I'm going to leave all my friends behind here and they're going to say goodbye to me for now, but I'll see you later. And they will see me later for the children of God. But on the other side, there's a bunch waiting for me over there saying, Glad to have you home. Amen. Good to see you. What a day that will be when all of God's loved ones and those that love the truth, the Savior, will meet to be together in His holy presence forever and ever. No wonder the Lord said, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. And I've had the very pleasure of preaching a many a saint of God's funeral, and I can give you that wonderful peace of mind. I ain't worried about dying, and I'm not worried about my loved ones in Christ. You know what makes a difference? Are you in Christ? That's what makes a difference. And I do know that there is a sting of death. And it's to the unsaved. And he suffers that sting of death when he dies. But to a child of God, it's just passing from this life into the next. And every time I read this Psalm, 116, and especially at verse 15, if you'll notice, David was going through a hard time. And he said, I love the Lord, verse 1, because he has heard my voice and my supplication. Because he has inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. And then he goes on to verse 3, The sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. And the next verse says, Gracious is the Lord. Amen. And I can guarantee any, any person, I don't care who you are or what you've done, if you'll call on the Lord, He'll save your soul. And you can have this wonderful peace it precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. I preached that uh, similar to that one time in the uh, services I was in. And somebody called, uh, talked to me afterwards and said, uh, Preacher, does that mean I need to go commit suicide? No, stupid. It means you need, when you do die. Amen? I don't know anybody that don't want to live as long as they want to here if they got their right mind. And if they're out of pain and anguish, if they got the right mind, they only live alone as long as they can down here. But you know what? A child of God, don't worry about it. Because it's going to be a wonderful day when we do go out of this life in the next one. Amen. <laughs> I've thought about this sermon all day. And I pray it will be a blessing to you today. Will you stand with me, please? Heavenly Father, I thank you like the news seems like every time I turn around, somebody getting shot, somebody getting killed. And I can't help but to think about, are they born again? Are they children of God? Where are they now? And we moan and groan when our loved ones die. But yet, you say precious. What a precious thing it is for a soul to go from here to there in your presence if they know you. Bless us, we pray tonight, and help us rejoice in this fact. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take care of somebody. <coughs>